Paul said to be imitators of God. He didn't mean to mimic God. Be imitators of God. And what does that mean, being an imitator of God? We all believe that God has put God's image within us. We human beings, we, we all have God's image within us. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So we have the image of God. So being imitators of God means to live out the image that we have, image of God that we have within us. And then what does that mean? To live out the image of God within us. I think Jesus showed that most very clearly Jesus lived out the image of God. And St. Paul even said that he is the image of God. He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creations. Jesus did many things. He did miracles. He healed the sick. He exercised the demons. And he calmed the storm. And he did one, he gave wonderful teachings about life, about the kingdom of God, and about God. I mean, he did so many things while he lived on earth, on earth for three years. But Paul did not mention any of that. He singled out only one thing that Jesus did in today's passage. And that is this. Live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. He pointed out, singled out, only one thing that is to sacrifice for us. In that sacrifice, Paul saw the image of God. In those scars, distorted, disfigured face and torn flesh, he saw the image of God. Not invincible God who could not be defeated, but broken God who was willing to die because of that is the image of God Paul discovered. That is new image that he discovered. That was not what he had in mind when he was thinking about God, or that was not the image of God anybody would have thought of at that time. When they heard the word God, the immediate image that came to their minds was a powerful God who demanded human beings to behave in a certain way and threatened to punish if they would not follow his command. That was the kind of image that everybody lived with 
at that time, even now. There are some people who have that kind of image of God. But at the cross, Paul discovered a new image of God. This discovery of the new image completely changed Paul. Depending on what image you have about God, your life will be very different. The way you do, you do things, the way you carry out your life will be very, very, very different depending on what image you have within you. So sometimes you need to think about what image do I have about God? St. Paul was a very strong man. Even before he met Christ, very strong man. Strong personality, strong opinions, strong zeal. He was a very strong man. But he realized that his strong attitude became a stumbling block for him. His strong attitude rather blinded him. So he could not see what he ought to see. That strong attitude enslaved him, made him paralyzed in some ways. He was good in some things because of his strong attitude, but the rest of it, he was paralyzed because of his strong attitude. Luke records Paul's change like this. Something like scales fell off from his eyes when he met Christ. And you can see how blinded he was because of these scales. He could not see what he ought to see. I wonder what those scales were. I think it may be his strong attitude. His strong attitude blinded him. Yes, my friends, our strong attitude can make you weak. But you want to be stronger and stronger and stronger. More money, more power, more reputation, more fame, more honor. I want to be much stronger and stronger and stronger. Why? Because we fear. Because we fear. We want to protect ourselves. So we want to become stronger. So nobody can defeat me. Nobody can hurt me. The reason you want to be stronger is because of fear. And soon, that strong attitude becomes harmful. Not only to yourself, but to others too. It turns into abuse and violence. Abuse to himself and abuse to others. The cross of Jesus revealed totally the opposite. The strong Jesus embraced the weak cross. He showed us his weakness of dying 
helplessly on the cross. And I believe that. That is the real strength. I hope that all of you find the truth of real strength. St. Paul didn't know that. He didn't know the beauty of true strength. He didn't know that behind his strength, these, there was tremendous fear. He was strong on the surface, but behind it, there was tremendous fear. He didn't realize that. And so many people don't realize that. So they cannot find the true beauty of true strength. Ultimately, Paul's strength turned into his abusive behavior. And Luke saw that very clearly, and he recorded it this way. Meanwhile, Saul, this Saul is Paul's Jewish name. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder, against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at, the, at Damascus so that if he found any who belonged to the way, man or woman, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. His abusive behavior. He killed and murdered people. Very violent Paul, you see here. That was what Christ told Paul when he first met Paul. He didn't say anything else. Jesus didn't say anything. But this is just one thing he said to Paul. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Why do you abuse me? Why do you abuse my people? Why are you so violent? Why do you do that? That's the only thing Jesus said to Paul. In Acts of Apostle, Paul shares his encounter with Jesus three times. And the third time, he mentions something that he didn't mention in the first, uh, 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 first uh, sharing. It was the same idea. He said this. When he had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then he said, it hurts you to kick against the goats. You are not just abusing me and my people. You are abusing yourself. You're hurting yourself. By being strong like that, you're hurting yourself. You're abusing yourself. His strength enslaved him. Enslaved him. My friends, real strength doesn't work like that. Real strength frees us from hatred, animosity, manipulation, and our false self. When we are free, 
We don't have to live with this false image of being strong. And I believe that that is true strength. That kind of strength gives you peace and confidence. That is the strength Paul experienced when he met Christ. He discovered the treasure of life. He would not have known that if he didn't meet Christ. But after meeting Christ, he realized the true strength. He discovered the true, true strength of life. And this is what he said. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power. For power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I'm content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, then I am strong. He discovered this wonderful truth. I can be weak. I can be vulnerable. I don't have to pretend to be strong. I don't need to uh, pretend to have all the answers of my life, my problems. Because when I'm weak, I am strong. When you have this kind of strength, only then, you can deny yourself. Or you can empty yourself. Denying yourself or emptying yourself does not mean that you lose yourself. No. Yourself does not vanish. You come out with a new self. The self that goes beyond the self-obsession and self-fear. Very strong self you come out. The stronger you want to be, the, weak, the weaker you will become. You will continuously hurt yourself and others. All kinds of bullying in school, that's a, it's a visible sign of that. You'll be always defensive, self-centered, and self-focused. Be connected with Christ. He will give you the strength. Not the strength that the world gives you, but the strength to survive in all circumstances. When you have this kind of strength, then you can live a life of confidence. If you have lots of money, fine. No money, that's okay. If you have fame and honor, that's okay. If you are insulted and persecuted, that's fine too. Wow, what kind of strength is that? What kind of confidence is that? Can you live like that? When you receive the strength from God, you can live like that. Then and only then, you can live a life of love. 
we can live out the image of God, image of Christ, who loved us so much that he gave himself as a sacrifice. That is what it means to be imitators of God. That is what it means to live out the image of God within us. Today is our church anniversary. 27 years, God has blessed us. But today when I look around the world, the world we live in is very chaotic. People are hungry for power. They want to have more and more and more. Ultimate result, what is it? They are hurting each other. They are killing each other. They are abusing each other. That's ultimate destiny. If you live with your own strength, the ultimate destiny is abuse, violence, and hatred. That's what you will see. At least world leaders should have, should have more noble ideals and they're, but the world leaders think that America first. What kind of stupid slogan is that? They should have ideals. So much suffering, so much pain, and so much hurt and tears. The image of God within us is damaged. Human dignity and respect are trampled upon. We need to restore the image of God again. We should be imitators of God, imitators of Christ. No more abuse that is originated from people's power. We pray that there may be reconciliation. We pray that we may forgive each other, embrace each other, respect each other, and honor the image of God that is within each other. That is what church is about. That is what churches should do in this dark world. The world may do that. The world may be filled with darkness. The, the world may go after the strength. And the world may continuously to the violence. At least in the church, at least we should always seek after God's strength and live out that beautiful image of Christ who sacrificed himself because he loved us. That's a noble. That's a you can, if you can sacrifice yourself out of love for others, there's nothing more beautiful than that. And we keep that. We teach that in the church. And we keep that as a life principle. That's what Christian, Christianity is all about.